Good Waste of Time, the podcast where you generously fork over your hard-earned time and we scatter it to the four winds. My name is Chris, and I am joined today with my very good friend, Zach. Hey there, everybody. Hey, how are you doing today, man? Uh, it's a good day. It's a, it's a good day. It's Saturday. Nice. That's always a good day. Yeah, it it is. Yeah, my Saturday wasn't great, Aww. but I totally feel you on that. They're usually amazing. Well, Poopsmith, man. I want to hear about it. What happened? What, ha- what happened? Ah, too many animals. Too many animals <laughs> and the weather is cold. <laughs> so, you know, if it, if it wasn't one thing, it's 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 another. We have a little kitten who's all fluff, who evidently is in heat. Uh, oh. We have her scheduled to get neutered or spayed. Deheated. Do with cat deheated. <laughs> cool. Put on ice. <laughs> just temporarily. Uh, next week. But until then... She kind of just stalks the halls, yowling oh, God damn. like a psychopath. <laughs> it's insane. I've never oh, heard an yeah. animal make that noise. She's like, no. It's kind of unsettling. It it weirds me out. Oh, and that happens at five thirty in the morning. You know, it kind of starts your day off on the wrong foot. Jeebus, that's a mess. <laughs> How was your day? Uh, Saturday was was pretty rad. Uh, martial arts until about one, and then. Some uh, nice Chinese food, and then, and then, I, and then I was watching uh, some really terrible kids movies with my son. So that that's been my day. Was <laughs> Kiki's Delivery Service one of those terrible kids movies? Well, actually, he started his day with that. So he crawled into bed like at four a.m. and he was just wide awake, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this, and uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> We we just put that on for him, and he was watching it while we were sleeping. I I I've seen it by about four times by now, so right. I, I was hey, okay. You know, Studio Ghibli is a good babysitter. Dear God, man, that movie is it's so weird. Like it shouldn't be good, but it's so lovely. It's just <laughs> I know such a great it's movie. so freaking weird. It, it's amazing. There's it's like, nothing happening yeah, in that movie at all. Totally. Oh my but god! It's just but... so pleasant, and it just makes you feel good about the world. It does, which is nice. It's, it's like nice. it's like man, I I like humans now. Yeah, a lot of Miyazaki films do that for me, straight up. Yeah. But thankfully, no no animals uh, prowling for for love, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of get some of that Murphy's cat poison. <laughs> Actually, you know, speaking of sponsors, did you know that we have a new sponsor already? Did Murphy's already? help us already? Well, I you know they're they're in a very strange transition. All I got, all I read in the email was lawyers, yeah, lawsuits, some investigation happening. Yeah, changing bank accounts from Cayman to Swiss. I don't understand any of that jargon. So right, yeah. Well, well farewell, we'll Murphy's. Be, yeah, but uh, yeah, we 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 actually got picked up by a uh, a dating site. Oh, damn. Yeah, I know. I guess. I guess uh, we exude love. I don't. I don't really know mm. what that was, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I actually have a a pitch that that we have to read from our sponsors. So okay, all right, hit me, hit me. Do you love? Do people say you love too much? Are you tired of being called a pervert for standing outside your true love's home all night? Are those ceaseless cease and desist orders embarrassing you at work? Well, folks down at unrestrainedlove.com have the answer for you. Unrestrained Love is a dating site for people like you whose passion cannot be contained within our society's social norms. They offer exclusive services not provided by standard dating sites. Their algorithms ensure that your match is cherry-picked from local criminal records. Getting matched with singles that share your passion for creeping. Always wanted a not-so-secret admirer? Sign up today and choose a celebrity package and get paired with several eligible stalkers near you. You're joking, right? Says the Washington Herald. Uh, I guess that's an idea, says the Kentucky Tribune. 
He isn't taking calls at this time, reviews Forbes magazine. The ratings speak for themselves. Don't restrain yourself. Now that's an order. Whoa. Ah. All right. Un- unrestrained? Is that unrestrainedlove.com? Un-restrainedlove.com. Okay. Shit. Um, I'll, I'll, really I, I'll take it. Googling that. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, damn. Yeah. I mean, as we mentioned, we will, uh, yeah, we will, we will debase ourselves for your yeah, yeah, advertising revenues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, Dude. as you can, as you can see, so far our sponsors have been pretty shady. Yeah, I, I like it, but uh, yeah, I want, I want to check these guys out. I mean, those ceaseless cease and desist orders—that's always, yeah. that's always like a, a, a big thorn in my side. They barrage you. At the worst times possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. Well, what a nice service for for people who are kind of down and out and are having the law watch them left and right. Now, yeah, I mean, I tell you, the internet has a everything for everybody now. Yeah, a little something for everybody. Have you seen that uh, dating service for cowboys? Like only cowboys? <laughs> no, but it doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. Now, is like whenever you say only only cowboys, is this a Brokeback Mountain type situation? Oh no, is it just to find cowboys. I mean, according to the advertising, it's a heterosexual type of thing. So okay, nice. I have not heard about that. Yeah, I, I've seen a few ads for it. I think it's like just country folk or something. Just countryfolk dot com. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, uh, you know what? I actually saw something. Whenever I was reviewing our new sponsor, that there is an actual Amish dating site Whoa. on the internet. Which I don't understand. Yeah, Whoa. on the internet, That's... which I don't know how that works. That doesn't seem legitimate at all. I don't think so. <laughs> it's like it seems like a, a a website service for blind people. It's like I I don't know how you're on the internet. <laughs> well, yeah. Th- thanks to our sponsors, and we hope. To hear more from you guys and uh, just just keep on supporting our sponsors, guys. Those of you with uh, intense restraining orders, you now have a nice dating service available to you. So congratulations! Mm-hmm. Yeah, well done. So Zach, has, is there is there anything that you've been playing of late? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is a game I've had for uh, I don't know six or seven months now that I I pick up and play here and there, but I'm finding myself. Uh, back into it and that is yakuza zero ah yeah so this is the yakuza game that's set in the 80s and i don't think it's actually tokyo it's um a city like tokyo but maybe not as big anyway Mm. it's just a blast of a game it's um it's got everything that i enjoy about the yakuza series these crazy characters and and an engrossing story and then Pretty fun combat. Yeah, the Yakuza 0 taking place in the 80s. There's just uh, so much 80s fab going on. These crazy uh, shoulder pads that the ladies are wearing and flashy cars. And just last night I was playing this quest that just was... It had me rolling in the floor. There was like this kind of punk. He he looked sort of like someone dressed up like Prince, but he was supposed to be a, a punk rocker in Japan. And anyway, he recruited... Uh, my character, who is who is this kind of badass yakuza, to like teach him how to be sort of a, a jerk and to be a, a punk and all this stuff. And you do your best to teach them, but all three of the band members are like they call themselves choir boys. They don't do anything wrong, and they have a hard time even cussing without apologizing. And <laughs> they're trying to be more hardcore because they have this concert that they're about to play, and all of their fans are like gutter punks who like will sniff them out if they you know seem to be uh incongruent with their statements but oh wow it was such a great quest uh (laughs) i told i told him to start the concert by saying dearly beloved we are gathered here today (laughs) nice (laughs) because he looked like prince (laughs) right and uh Everyone just started booing him because that was not how you start a punk rock concert. So I don't know, man. I think that's the only way to do it. Yeah, dude. Prince Prince did it well. But anyway, I am totally digging Yakuza Zero. Uh, I, nice. 
I have been playing Battlefront 2. I don't want to talk about it, though, so why don't we? <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mention that, because today I, I had a lot of downtime, and I actually considered throwing on Battlefront 2 and just playing a few rounds, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. I had nothing to do. It was a lazy Saturday. I yeah. was sitting in bed, and I still couldn't bring myself to play a brand new game I just bought. Because Weird. I'm not interested in it. It just... I'm so, I'm sorry. I was hoping for something more. Maybe if I play it with you, or when I play it with you, let's say yeah. that, it'll be a lot better. But so far, just being a singular trooper out there, just kind of, it's it's boring to me. Yeah, I think that's the kicker. I think having some friends involved, but, you know, Battlefront? No, no, battle, <laughs> ba- ba- Battlefield, like Battlefield 1. It's kind of fun to play by yourself because it's just random chaos. You can hop into all these vehicles and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun as a single player. But but Battlefront is not... I I just find it a big grind. And there are moments where I am like really having fun. But those aren't... It's not the norm. It's like it mostly feels kind of boring and lifeless to me. So Right. Yeah, we should hop on together and see if that changes the experience. Yeah, yeah I think so. Also, uh, just a note... We have to both play Ghost Recon Wildlands together. All right, all right. Which I know in previous podcasts we discussed it. Yeah. I think we discussed Ghostlands. Yeah, we did. Or or or, or Wildlands. I'm combining the whole name into one name. <laughs> Ghostland. But I just discovered that there's a quest in that game where you hunt down the predator. What? Yes. Son of a bitch. Yeah, and there's all these references to the old 80s movies. Like, it just looks fucking amazing. And I really want to play it. I didn't watch anything about it except for the very opening sequence when you're going into the jungle. Because I didn't want to ruin it for myself. But, yeah, it's the Predator in the game. So, we have Hell got yeah. to... Yeah, we've got to play that. Alright, that's uh, that's on the docket, man. Let's make that happen. Mm-hmm. Kick ass. How about you, man? So you did not play Battlefront, but did you... I did not. Anything you have been playing lately? I just picked up a game today that I'm really excited about. Yes, it is called They Are Billions. What? Who's Billions? They are. (laughs) Uh, It's this weird steampunk RTS, Uh which is based or, 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 or set on a planet basically overrun. There's, I think in the trailer, there was eight colonies left on, on, on Earth. And everyone else has been turned into a zombie. So you start out, and it's basic RTS feel to it. Okay. And you build farms, you build resource gathering, you, you get military units, you build walls and watchtowers and stuff. And you'll see zombies kind of milling around. There's some fast ones, but most of them are pretty slow. And the game kind of starts off like that. And you don't really think too much. You actually kind of think you're doing really well. And I've, you know, you start scouting around. Everything's really interesting. And then I think it was about 10 days in game for me when the hordes started coming. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it basically, it's a game that built me up. It made me think that I was doing everything right. <laughs> and then about 30 minutes, once I've invested enough time to be really emotionally attached to my yeah. settlement, they flip a switch that basically says, fuck you. <laughs> all of that is completely pointless and you've wasted all of your time because this is not near enough to defend yourself against the vast population of zombies coming at you. And they are literally billions. It's insane. Dang, dude. They just overrun you. You see them coming and you kind of think that you have enough firepower. And then once your first line of defense has been breached, you know, there's, there's a little bit of worry. You fall back to the inner cloister. And then once that falls, you realize <laughs> that when they touch the tents, which are the basic, you know, uh, the population control. Right. 
when they touch one, they turn your workers into zombies. Oh, and so your own population starts turning on you and you just watch everything burn and there's nothing you can do. You take your one ranger and you run the away. It was devastating. Now, is this a recommendation or a warning? Yes. No, well, it's both. Okay, okay. I mean, it's, it's about as much of a recommendation as I would give someone to play Dark Souls. But mm. it came out in December 12th of last year. I think it's by Numination Games. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's an early access on Steam. It's about 25 bucks. Oh. I thought it was a delight. And I actually recorded that episode for my YouTube channel. But yeah. the sad part about that is when I was done and I went to go edit it, all of my sound was gone. Boo. Yeah, because I guess Audacity crashed. And oh, man. Yeah, it was a bummer. But it's it's a great game. Killer. And I look forward to, to playing more of it. All right. Man, that sounds kind of cool. And I, I'm actually excited. I think tomorrow I'm going to spend some time with Divine Divinity. Yes. Uh, it's a game. I have not played it, but you, you recommended I pick it up. And it was it was kind of dirt cheap yesterday, so I picked it up. But I was going to ask you, I think, you, did you play the original version versus the kind of up, updated HD? Enhanced edition. Enhanced edition, yeah. Have you played I both did. of them? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what 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 differences uh, would you would you say there are between those two versions? I haven't really noticed too much. Um, okay. The newest version, I've noticed that paintings don't fill your pockets as much as they used to. Because in the old game, I basically ran through town stealing every painting <laughs> I could get my hands on and make thousands of gold. Whoa! And in the enhanced edition, I've done that, and the paintings they. They they still rake in some cash, but not near as much as they uh, used to. Or they got nerfed. At least in my memory, they don't. I know that the Enhanced Edition has more characters. Uh-huh. I believe it does. Uh, whenever I first started playing, you could only get two uh, two other characters besides the two default ones you start with. And mm. this one, I think there is at least two more out there. So Yeah. And I read there's a lot more voice acting in the Enhanced Edition. Is that... Maybe true, or um, it's possible. It has been a while since I played the original client, so right, right. I couldn't tell you. Well, cool. Well, I'm excited. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm not a big fan of the the top down games, but occasionally, <laughs> occasionally <What>? they will. Uh, <laughs> there's some that that catch my attention, so I, I'm yeah. excited to play it. So. I think this is a game that we should play together. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. It's a whole new ball game when you play it cooperative. Killer. All right, man. Well, that's that's cool. I'll check out They Out of Billions. What's up? What's up next on the agenda? Because we're on point and we we move forward. Yes. Well, I think we are continuing our most anticipated games of 2018 from last episode. Beautiful. Yeah, I think I got to four, and I still have. 76 on this list so (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know where to begin and i i'm gonna try to be succinct because you know i think we should move on but there's a lot of fucking games on this list Mm -hmm. so yes there are well do you want to do you want to fire off a couple of them all right set us off yeah so i'm gonna try to cherry pick because we're probably gonna run out of time and i want to I want to mention the ones that I'm most excited for. So, last time, if I remember right, I talked about Kingdom Under Fire 2. I talked about uh-huh. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yep. Uh, I talked about Cyberpunk mm-hmm. and Hong Kong Massacre. Okay, so those are the ones I mentioned last time. I'm super pumped. I think those would be the first four that I buy. And don't let my wife hear this because that would be... <laughs> What is that? Sixty bucks a pop times four times four. That's two hundred and forty bucks plus tax. That's fucking two hundred seventy dollars for four video games. Oh, God. Look at you flexing your math muscles. Um, that's an <laughs> estimate, but but yeah, I don't have that much money to spend on video it's games. A lot. Yeah, it's 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 insane. I didn't have enough money to to buy. They are billions, and yeah. that was just twenty five dollars. But I did it anyways. Yeah, yeah right. So. Anyway, I need either a blood bank, like someone that'll take my blood, or 
a sperm bank, but my wife says like at this point I'm too old to jo- to get money for sperm, so I don't. I oh, guess really? I just, there's there's an age. Yeah, Head like if, like eventually like your sperm is, gets destabilized and you start making like weird looking babies. So, <laughs> so I think I'm okay. at that point. All right. But cool. Could it? Cool. Yeah, too late. Too late to jump on that that train. But what's up, party people? Pardon the quick interlude into your show. Just a couple of very short announcements. One is that we will be adding a featured musical guest into each of our shows right about the midway point. The first guest that we're proud to feature is Candle Gravity, and this song is called Love Breaks. And we will be posting a link to their Facebook page in the show notes, so please check them out. The second thing is just a friendly reminder that we appreciate your support. Thank you for listening. And if you are so inclined to purchase any of the games that we discussed, either the ones that are out now or pre-ordering games coming up, we are posting links in our show notes for our Amazon affiliate page. So please, if you are excited about any of these games, you might as well help us out, keep the internet streaming, keep the show going, and we do appreciate it all. So thanks for your support. Thanks for your love. Hope you enjoy the song.
Okay. Well, one I'm definitely excited about is going to be the new Far Cry coming out. So Far Cry 5. There it is. Um, I'm sure it's got some kind of name, but anyway. The fifth one. Is Far Cry 5. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like, for whatever reason, this game is touching on a current in our culture, like where our culture is, where we are politically. Um, although it was in development probably before Trump nom- uh, like talked about his candidacy, there was already this idea of like, okay, let's make a game that sort of goes into these far-right militia groups that are kind of interested in, you know, seceding from the union. And uh, let's, let's make this kind of crazy game from, from that perspective. I have really enjoyed the last two Far Cries that I played, Far Cry 3 and 4. 4 was a blast. This kind of like Tibet region, I think it was called Kiryat, and mm-hmm. it was so cool. I mean, Far Cry does, I think, better than any series is the 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 villain that they produce is believable and scary and in, intimidating for whatever reason they they have figured out that formula and they do it so well in their games also their their characters like the supporting cast just phenomenal so i'm excited for far cry 5 they didn't have to do anything different and i would have picked up the game but i've been doing a little research and they have added these kind of dogfighting, like plane mechanisms. So, so there are like airplanes and dogfights now. And I don't know, man. I'm just kind of pumped to see how that plays out because everything that Ubisoft does in that Far Cry series, I'm a big fan of. So, given that it, they're taking it home and they're picking on religious fanaticism and kind of pointing out the ways in which our culture is is sort of shifting into allowing demagogues and and that kind of thing to run rampant. I'm really excited to see what they do with that storyline. So if I had to pick one of all of these games, that's one I'm going to pick up as soon as I can. I was actually really surprised that wasn't on your list last episode. I thought that was going to be numerical enough. Yeah, well... I'm excited for it, but man, like if I had to pick that over Kingdom Under Fire, I I would go with that yeah. every day. Oh wow! Okay, uh, you know, two things I, I I wanted to say about Far Cry. Yeah. One is I think that their whole villain and how well they do them, starting with Far Cry Three, because there was a Far Cry One and a Far Cry Two, right, and they right. both sucked. <laughs> And then three happened, and they had Vaz. Yeah, that guy was creepy. I honestly believe that they kind of stumbled onto that. Like, he was a fluke. His Mm. popularity was not expected because they killed him off. Spoilers. But if you haven't played Far Cry 3 by this point, I'm sorry. Yeah. But they killed him off pretty early in the game. So... And then it you 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 face off against this kind of you know cardboard cutout very forgettable villain mm. afterwards. Right. So it's just in my own mind, I, 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 I feel like they did that on accident, and then they mm. they definitely latched onto it, and they were like, oh yeah yeah yeah, well that's <laughs> man, we totally meant to do that from and day we're gonna day keep one. doing that for the yeah. rest of the series. And I'm glad that they stumbled upon it because it is. I I agree with you. That was the only part of Far Cry Four that I enjoyed was was the bad guy. Mm. But yeah, I just don't think that that was their original plan. <laughs> but That's, that, of course, is just my opinion. You might be onto something there, and and you know I didn't mention it, but what's what's striking about the bad guy is that they put you into these intimate proximities. So. Oftentimes, the bad guy, like even Handsome Jack, like if you think about uh, Borderlands 2, he's always at a distance. You only encounter him when you're like in combat with him. But in in Far Cry 4, what is it? Ming? Uh, I can't remember his, his first oh, name. I have no idea. Well, you are like, you're like almost related to him. Like he wanted to kind of like marry your mom. And, uh, yeah, I know. He, he brings you to dinner and it's like... 
it's a little bit too close for comfort. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm so impressed with, with the way that they handle villains and and also kind of humanizing them to an extent. Although it's it's um, always always quite clear that they're they're just maniacally insane. chaotically <laughs> insane, right? So yeah, for sure. Anyway, I cannot wait to see what treatment you know a French company gives. Uh, our crazy American climate, and uh, right, I'm pumped, man. A I, cult I, leader named Joseph Seed. Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> so backwoods can you get? I'm I'm pretty pumped, man. But but what what are you looking forward to, man? Well, actually, before I go on, I did uh, have two points for Far right. Cry, and the okay. last one is the setting. So there's the villain, and then there's the settings. And I really liked Far Cry 3 because you're in the jungle, you have the ocean, you have rivers, you have all kinds of different biomes. Far Cry 4 was kind of cool. You you had some exotic animals, and that, to me, is something I always enjoyed. And then there's Far Cry 5, which is in Montana. So there's not going to be... I mean, there's bears. I guess that, that's, that's, that's cool. I just, Probably I'm, an elk or two. I'm going <laughs> to... Probably so. I'm just going to miss the uh, exotic part about that because I liked, in Far Cry 3, my main source of fun was taking a sea-doo out in the ocean, swimming down as far as I could, and then trying to get back to my boat before a shark ate me. Yeah. That's where I get my kicks, I guess. But just not having that option or any anything like that in Far Cry 5, for some odd reason, just kind of bumps me out. Yeah, you're going to be in a lake, like, hunting catfish or something. Yeah, right? It's just noodling. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Man, they're really pushing the envelope on that one. I mean, uh, but <laughs> you, you did gloss over Blood Dragon, which is hurting my, my soul in a big way. You know, I'm sorry to say this, but I never played Don't Blood you Dragon. even say that. Don't you dare. <laughs> I, oh, I, I really wanted to so many times, but it's just something that never happened. Dear God. I think I've owned it on, on two different consoles, and I still never played it. You know what? You might as well have like owned a helicopter and just set it on fire, because... <laughs> oh, man. You know what? That's terrible. That's the worst thing I've ever heard you I'm say. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. You've owned Blood Dragon twice, yeah. and you never played it? I'm sorry. God damn it, Chris. <laughs> Oh my All god. Right. Well hey, All now right, we're well, even. You you have two worlds too. And I haven't played Yeah, okay. Uh which, okay, by no. the way, speaking of which, Two Worlds Three isn't being yeah. released till two thousand nineteen. Oh no. By, really? Uh, reality Pump Studios. God damn it. And I honestly feel like they need to pump their reality breaks and rethink <laughs> this idea. Maybe they should look into reinvesting the money. Into something more worthwhile, like relaunching the Zoom. Maybe getting Windows phones back up and running. That, in my opinion, is more lucrative and a better idea than Two Worlds 3. I still have my Zoom. I still try to like I know, update. I actually have time, a Zoom as well, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I also had a bad. Windows phone. I'm sad to hear that. 20, 2018 was going to be so good with... No, no. Now there's hope. Anyway, but well, we talked about this kind of twenty minutes in hell where you have to play a game that uh, the Mm -hmm. other person picks. So I know what I'm going to be. Yeah, that game's coming. I cannot believe. Oh, you're going to pick Blood Dragon for me? Fuck yeah, all day. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Um. But okay. Sorry. I I keep throwing us off track. I need to get to my anticipated games. Um, so my first one that I don't believe that we mentioned last episode is Anthem. Did, have we right. talked about this? Yeah, that's a, that's an EA kind of Bioware game, right? Yes, it is. And it is being developed, I think, uh, or written, developed, I, I don't know, by Drew Carpishian. Carpishian. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He I don't sounds know. Fancy. I'm sorry. He, man, he, he looks like a potato. <laughs> But uh, he is the guy who's, uh, he was a senior writer for Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. And he was also a lead writer on the first 
two Mass Effect games. Shit tards, really? Yeah. So that guy is <clears throat> taking point on Anthem. Is he married? <laughs> I, I need this I, man. <laughs> he's he's I my soulmate. No I can tell. Right. Um, I. I as as far as I know, he is still on the project, but that gives me so much hope because when I first saw the release or the release trailer for Anthem, it looked too good to be true. Yeah, and now yeah. it even it has even more depth and mm. more of that enticing pie and a windowsill aroma. That's like, come on, come have Killer. a good time, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I mean, Anthem looks incredible. I'm, I'm with it you. It looks I, so good. I mean, it's sort of like when Destiny was announced, I I was like, man, this is going to be like Borderlands with, with loot and sci-fi. And and I don't know how long you played it. I played it for about 45 minutes, and I realized, you know what? this it doesn't have it. this It doesn't have the soul that I thought it would. And no. I know people that to this day still love it. I'm not sure why. I, I don't know. It's like why you still listen to Vanilla Ice. There must be a reason, but because <laughs> he's a genius, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> uh, well, actually, you know, whenever I first played Destiny, I hated it, and then I played it years later after the Taken King, uh huh, yeah, released, yeah. And I gotta say that expansion was friggin' awesome. Oh, I cool. had a really good time playing uh, that game with a nice with a very good friend of mine, and we just blew through destiny and i honestly feel like it was playing with him that made me enjoy it so much mm. because i played it after that and it's just like me okay so it just seems like that's an experience that you just need with a you know just grab a few good buddies and have a good time aside okay. from that the fact that you can only party with two other people is really stupid is it yeah it's a strike team of three. Oh, okay yeah which is just a strange number that is to a, me that is Wow, it's like a triangle. I mean, yeah. one, two, and three. I guess if there's only three classes, that it's their way of making sure there's no redundancy. Huh. I don't know how I feel about that just yet. I, I need to meditate <laughs> on that because... <laughs> Better good. All right. Well, yeah, Anthem, man. That's on my list here. Yeah, I'm... Anthem's definitely there. The next one, which I'm not sure if it is getting released this year, but I wanted to mention it because... I think it was on the Honorable Mentions episode where I said Dynasty Warriors? Uh-huh. Or was that on Top 10? I don't remember, uh, but it got it mentioned. It was Honorable Mentions, yeah. Okay. Well, I feel really bad about that hmm. because the game that really personifies the whole thing that I was talking about was Mountain Blade Warband. Yes. Oh my God, it's that coming out, man. The so second one, great. And it Mountain is. Blade Two Bannerlord yes. is coming out, and man, oh I cannot wait for yeah, that. It, it, it has everything because it, it's it's got the economy system. You have the the political game to play with the lords of the realm, and then you kind of get down and dirty into the battles, and you can not only control your own guy, but you are controlling an entire army on on the fly while you are in a battle and you can battle in the hills you can lay siege to a town you can defend a town there's just a lot of stuff going on in that game and it's amazing dude i am so excited for the new mountain blade and the first one was kind of god awful but it was so much fun it was such a great game it definitely required a bit of leniency you 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 had to forgive a lot Right. But you received so much more. <laughs> that's a that's a good way yeah. to put it. All right, cool. Well, I'm excited that you're excited for mm-hmm. that game because I'm excited for that game. <laughs> I'm excited that you're excited because I'm excited. All right. Man, okay, I'm going to list a few that I don't really want to talk about but that I am looking forward to. And then, and then there is one that I want to mention a little bit. So the new Beyond Good and Evil oh, yeah? uh, is coming out. I am. I'm really pumped to see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. The first one was a great game, and for many, it was a, a masterpiece. I think what I love most about Beyond Good and Evil Two, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but just really quickly is like the fact that EA is putting it out, and EA gets a lot of flack for 
just wanting to take all of our cash and like working their artists to the bone and not paying them like their dues. And I think that that's obviously very true. I mean, there's there are many examples of that. But Beyond Good and Evil 2 is sort of like them saying, we're going to throw the fans a bone. Like this game probably isn't going to make much more than what it costs to produce. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. I just want to kind of give EA, since corporations are people now, I just want to give them a, <laughs> a good pat on the back and say like, you know, thanks for doing us right. You know, doing the right thing on that. So I'm excited for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Mm-hmm. I won't talk much about Darksiders 3. I loved 2. Right. One, I did not love. Uh, 2. Yeah, 1 was clunky. 2 was a blast and such a great, like, mm-hmm. like a lore-filled story. And I think that 3 is going to continue on that, even though the, that studio did fold and the game's been sold to other developers. I think it's going to be a blast. And... And Catherine. So that's the one, the last one I won't talk about. What? Dude, did you play Catherine? Yeah, it's super weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're remaking yeah, it's it? Yeah, super weird. Well, yeah, it's it's uh, being re-released. There's, there's not much changing except a few new levels, but it's going to be on PS4 and the PS Vita. And I have always wanted to play that game on the Vita because it almost feels like a great portable game. And, it's a uh, fucking weird game, man. <laughs> it is. It will give you nightmares because <laughs> it's a game so about weird. nightmares. Yeah, that's that's what it's about. Maybe, okay, maybe I, I I should give it more of a chance whenever it releases because I didn't really play too much about it because I was I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's so it is odd. I it's mean, so strange. And that was a point in my life where I was not very receptive to those kind of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the game is all about. You know, a young man being um, drawn into a long-term relationship with a woman while also being seduced by this kind of young, beautiful woman. Both of them happen to be named Catherine. And the game actually takes place at night when he falls asleep. So he falls asleep and he goes into this weird realm where he has to climb these mountain-type puzzles, Mm -hmm. I guess is the best way to describe it. And um, it's a blast. The game is so cool. Um, it is. I mean, I'm just. I'm gonna go on a limb here because it's the same art style and the same feel as the people who do the Persona games, which I've never played. Yeah, so if you like Persona, you definitely like Catherine and vice versa. Huh. Okay, the one that I would like to mention a little bit about is the uh, game coming from the Castlevania developer <laughs> Koji Igari, Igarashi. Uh-huh. Um, and that's the that's Bloodstained Ritual of Night. So I'm pumped about that game. I think <clears throat> I'm most excited just that the developer of the Symphony of Night, right? Yeah. That's the game we talked about a couple of episodes ago. He's coming back with his own game, and it's a new intellectual property, but it is a Castlevania style game. So it's a 2D side-scrolling Castlevania-esque game and from the gameplay that I saw and the artwork I think it's going to be what fans have been missing for a long time so sign me up you you had me a 2D side-scrolling <laughs> so that's Bloodstained that's the name of the game and then it's got Ritual of Night as the mm-hmm. subtitle so I talked quite a bit but those are in a nutshell four or five I can't remember how many I talked about but Yeah, those are the games, some of the games I'm super stoked about. Well, let me just throw this out there. You know, Bloodstained Ritual Night comes out in March. God damn it. (laughs) So that's another one. March is going to be a really, really busy month. So if I can find a blood bank next to a sperm bank, maybe I'll be (laughs) all right. Do them at the same time. I don't think that that's very healthy. (laughs) I know. I'm going to. You might pass out in a really, really embarrassing scenario. Just right on the sidewalk, just like crash. (laughs) You forget which one to give to who. (laughs) Uh, You want this? Oh, God. I, for one, am really happy that you just did that because I had not heard of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night oh, and I just looked it up and the art style looks amazing yes. and I love those kind of games, so I am super in. Killer. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh. Nice. 
Uh, well, then I'm going to kind of do what, what you did. I'm going to list off some yeah, yeah. games that I'm not really going to talk about too much. The first one being Witchwood. Hmm. Have no. you heard of that? Not, not at all. It's a game being made by a developer called Alien Trap. It's kind of a crafting adventure game. It kind of looks like a storybook. The art what? looks really cool, and it kind of looks really nice. It it's it's got a very gothic fairy tale feel to it, and I don't really know too much what you do, but I think you you play as like this this witch, and you go around and you collect these ingredients for these spells to cast on naughty village people or whatever. I don't know. It just sounds it it sounds really quirky, and I'm and I'm totally into it. So, dang. That's a game that's coming out this year that I really want to check out. And that's that's got indie game written all over it. Which the next one, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, schnapp. I mean, come on, man. That's going to be sweet. Yeah. Speaking of cowboy dating sites, right there. <laughs> Bam. All your dating and all your cowboys in one game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like the first one. And as I said in a previous episode, it is the only Rockstar game that I will say that I love. Mm. And I'm really hoping that they kind of give the same treatment to the second game. Are you remaining willy, willfully ignorant about it? Because I, I know nothing about it yeah. except that I'm going to mm-hmm. purchase it. So Yeah, that's that's basically where I'm at. Unless I hear just some real bad reviews. Right. Some kind of horrible cataclysm that happens. Like you play the whole game as like a rabbit or something? Yeah. <laughs> Which could, whatever man i would totally fucking do that which could be interesting That'd be awesome like yeah, the wild be a lot better than playing as john marston's son <laughs> the guy was a bitch <laughs> well cool the next game the wolf among us season two what yeah oh shit dude yeah talking about gothic fairy tales yeah Boom. man That's one of the oh, ogs damn. Big Bad Wolf. Did did you ever play the first season? Man, I played right through it. I I did not read uh-huh. it like a bitch. I mean, I watched the movie, but I didn't read the book. <laughs> so yeah, man, I played the game, but nice. I have not come back to the comics. Yeah, I haven't. I I haven't read the comics either, which I'm actually really happy about hmm. because now this is all a fresh experience, and I'm really excited to jump back. I'm actually much more excited than I would have ever expected. I played through the first season, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was really great. I thought Toad was perfect. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Mr. Toad was such a great fucking character. Yeah, Every, Everything about it, I just really enjoyed the perspectives on all the characters and everything. But the ending kind of left me wanting huh. a bit. Okay. And, 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 and it felt half-assed mm. to me. So I left with a strange taste in my mouth, and... Probably because I went to the wrong donor bank, you know what I mean? Oh, what? snap. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Damn. But then I heard that season two was coming out, and I got really excited. Okay. So right. I'm, I'm I'm thinking that it's going to be pretty damn good. My God, dude. Like, Bloody Mary, she she's, yeah. she gave me nightmares, man. Like, God mm-hmm. damn it. That was such a kick-ass character, and like just the scene between you and her. Yes. Where you become the wolf. Oh, man. It was, that was dope. It was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, you know, they they gave us um, the Batman game for free on PlayStation Plus, the Batman Telltale. Uh, yeah, game. I got that. And I, I'm a little, I don't know, I'm I'm kind of scared to boot it up because I just love Wolf Among Us so much, and that that's the last one I played. Although I did I did uh, play some of the Game of Thrones game as well, but anyway, How did you like that Game of Thrones? Was that one any good? Mm-hmm. I it was good, but I kind of played. I kind of made all my decisions sort of brashly. And I, I think, I mean, everyone was murdered or executed. And well, spoiler alert, that's, I'm pretty sure just par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. Franchise. I (laughs) I didn't play well. And I, my, my wife and I played it together and she was like, don't do that. Don't do that. They're going to kill them. Like, no, it's okay. (laughs) But no, everyone was murdered. I think that is the backbone of those games because I have played. I played through Walking Dead season one by myself, uh-huh. but I've played all the other ones with someone else and debated the decision making and stuff. And it is so much more fun to experience those stories with someone. Mm. Right? Yeah. I yeah. 
I don't know, but have you have you messed with the Batman series much? I haven't. Okay. No, I, I I did add it to my library on PS4, but I haven't I haven't even downloaded it. Yeah. Yeah, it seems got too much to do. It sort of it seems like culture shock because Batman is all about action and and investigation, and right. this is sort of like decision making and dialogue, and that doesn't seem it, it's a bit uh, I don't know jarring, but but uh, eventually I'll get there. Let's see here. I mentioned Witchwood, Red Dead Redemption Two, and Wolf Among Us Season Two. There you go. Uh, the last one of the quick ones is going to be Project Octopath Traveler. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> now, I wait, know wait, wait, it's, wait. it's... Is it a telepathic octopus? Is that what this is about? No, this is uh, not Octodad. <laughs> <laughs> what a great game. Which I actually think, wasn't he a... Or like a, a very intelligent octopus in that game? <laughs> he must have been, because he could wear a suit, so... <laughs> <laughs> only smart people or smart entities can wear suits correct fucking yeah <laughs> project octopath is a game being developed by square enix it is kind of a it kind of harkens back to an old school rpg feel mm. it has a new battle system that i haven't really got to dive into too much because they actually did release a demo on the switch and i just found out about it today really? so i just downloaded it and i started playing it all the dialogue so far has been fully voiced and pretty well. That's weird. I actually recognize some of those. Yeah, it's, it is weird. And it feels to me more like a like an Altus game or an Atlas game. I, oh. I forget what the developer's called. But yeah. uh, there was a game on the Nintendo DS called Radiant Historia, which I loved. And I and I heard this game and I automatically thought of that. And so the art style looks a lot like it. The, even the battle system looks like it. But there's eight different characters in eight different parts of the land and it's eight different stories and you choose which one to play. I don't know if you cycle through them as the game goes on or if you just see the entire game from one of those eight perspectives. I'm not really sure, Hmm. but it just looks amazing. And on the Nintendo switch, you know, it's just amazing to have a really awesome RPG on the go. Yeah. Because as I mentioned before, I love the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so it's going to be a great year for the Switch, dude. There's so oh, my God. So much. I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased with, yeah. with Nintendo right now. It's it's really hard to contain myself. I'm, I have a big old smile on my face right now. Are we talking about Dark Souls later on the Switch? Oh, is that yeah, new? we are. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was going to say that next, but then I realized that I've already said a lot of games, so I was going to keep quiet. But since you already said it, yeah. Dark Souls remastered on the Switch. Oh, I have man. a portable Dark Souls now? What the? Yeah, dude. I mean... Oh, I'm ready to dive right back in. Yeah, the last system I bought was the Wii, but I'm I'm tempted, man, to like get the Switch because, I mean, Dark Souls and... Man, I really want to play the new Zelda. I really want to check it out. Breath of the Wild is sweet. I have it on the Wii U. Yeah. And I played most of it there. But I am going to pick up the Switch version later next week. Mm. And I'm really looking forward to it. Dude, dude, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's pretend I only had to pick two more games off of this fucking list. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the two I would pick... All right, it's pretty easy. Okay, actually, yeah, we're winding things down here. So uh, I'm not going to talk much about it, but the there's a new vampire RPG game coming out that I really want to pick up, and it's spelled with a Y, so you like you know that it's it's just like going to be the best. So it's <laughs> it, it's not your typical I R E. It's oh, Y R. Yeah. So higher. Yeah, it's fucking like the, fancy, like the flaming beacon. <laughs> I'm super pumped. Um, it's like set in the 1910s, I think. And I don't know much about the 1910s except to say that as a vampire, it would probably be a pretty cushy time to roam around the town. The, yeah. The last time I really got into a vampire RPG was Vampire Bloodlines, The Masquerade. And I still play that game. It's such a blast. That's also taken from a tabletop game. Bloodlines was a blast. If you... I know that it's been kind of like ported on good old games. So if you want to pick it up there, you can actually still play the game. It's a lot of fun. And I think it still holds up well. But but Vampire 
is in that same vein, and I I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to pick it up just because I I think it has a lot of heart, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to play. So I am looking forward to to that role playing game. The very last game I will talk about is Shinmu Three, and yeah, man, yeah. Um, I just cannot wait to see what happens, and I I'm surprised that it's coming out in 2018. I uh, I loved the first one and the second one. The third one, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see like if it's gonna be as bad as the first two, or if they, you know, kind of like <laughs> upped everything. <laughs> ruin it by making it good <laughs> right like did they up the production values did yeah. they up the voice acting did they up the action sequences i don't know as long as it's got the same heart and soul of the first two i'm gonna be so happy and and we talked about how it was weird to have that game being crowdfunded by the fans i still am not sure how i feel about that uh-huh. that being said it works perfectly well for you know, Steam, Greenlight, and for Kickstarter. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't like Sony going out there and saying, like, we'll, we'll help produce the game if you fund 75%. Yeah. If you pay Just for give it. give us 75% <laughs> of the production yeah. cost and we'll make sure it happens. But I, I don't know about how I feel about that. But anyway. Butter horse shit is what it is. But whatever. If it gets Shinmu 3 out there, yeah. fine. It could be a slippery road, though, man. It could be something we Let's see more mm-hmm. and more. But anyway, that is on my list. That's true. And I cannot wait to play it. So, And that that's going to wrap it up for me, man. Yeah. Like As far as 2018 goes, that's too many games. I cannot get all of these this year, which is typical for me. Like I typically right. have like a bunch of games I want, and then as they go on sale... Especially if you can like watch Steam or good old games, like you um, you see those games come on sale and then you snag them. But but that's what I got. Uh, well, the God, uh, yeah, I, I I still have such a huge list. <laughs> the only one that I would like to say that I I haven't really seen much of because you know you can Google games of 2018 and 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 you'll get a pretty big fanfare of big games. But there's one game that has been under the radar of, of all those lists that I've gone through. And it's called Knights and Bikes. What? Have you heard of that? Like, what? It's developed by this company called Foam Sword. It's, I think it's their first game. But it has an art style that reminds me a lot of uh, Costume Quest. Okay. By Double Fine. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a, from what I know, it's a puzzle adventure game uh, set in a, world viewed by children and i and i and i think those games are really cool and i think that's what i love most about brothers a tale of two sons is that's a world from the vantage point of the of these two kids trying to make their way through it costume quest was really cool because the whole thing was from the kids perspective and it just carried a whole weight to it and i feel like the same thing with studio ghibli movies so this this game is really high up on my radar but i don't really know too much about it other than that Wow. And I think that I'm going to leave off with that. I mean, there's a ton of other games that I could talk about, but I think we've, we've, we've set our piece for now. Yeah. And I would just kind of challenge anyone out there who's listening. Give us an email at gwattpodcast at gmail.com. So that's G-W-O-T podcast at gmail. I mean, is there anything that we missed? Because, you know, as Chris said, we, we looked through certain lists, but certainly there's there's possibility that we missed a, a great game. So if you mm-hmm. if you had something that you think we should have mentioned or should mention in our next episode, please send us an email, and we'd, we'd love to hear from anybody out there who is listening. Yeah. Oh, speaking of people that are listening, I would like to give a shout-out to Jackie2767 for leaving us our very first review. Hey, Jackie! Yeah, super funny. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are awesome. True that, true that. So, guys, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, and we will see you again about this time next week. Keep on keeping on, and until then, have a good waste of time on us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Well done, you did good. Wait, uh, I...